Hi, my name is Theo, and you are listening to Between Two Trains. We bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area on the 1st and 15th of every month. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas and Eric Most. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome, I'm Van Pappas. And I'm Eric Most. And you're listening to Between Two Trains. We come to you on the 1st and the 15th of every month with a great entrepreneur, and Eric, uh, we have something fun. We're going to do a format change where uh, we're, we're throwing out the hot or not. I know everyone loved hot or not. I know you're shaking your head. You love the hot or not. But we're going to play a fun game for a prize for our guest. And um, let me introduce our guest to you. His name is Bobby Bride from the new Gusto Restaurant. Bobby, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So, Bobby, uh, Gusto, tell us what Gusto is. Gusto is sort of our mantra. It's sort of uh, what we are, it's part of our culture, what we live by. It basically, it comes from a Dale Carnegie quote. It basically says, shake yourself awake. I won't go through the whole quote, but it starts, shake yourself awake and ends with live today with Gusto. And that's sort of how we uh, train our team members. Uh, everything is done uh, in, in best uh, sense of the guest. Uh, taking care of the guests, serving great food, serving in a, in a beautiful building, and uh, being involved in the community. So everything we do, we like to do with gusto, which is vigor, zest, energy, that type of thing. So, I never thought Dale Carnegie would would make his way into uh, you know retail restaurant. You know <laughs> that, that that comes from our founder Nate Hibble. He uh, he he lives by a lot of that type of energy. So, so Nate was a football player. Is true. that correct? Yes, he was. What is his story? His story, uh, as best as I know, um, he was actually he he played. He was an All American quarterback in high school at Jefferson Davis High School in Hazelhurst, Georgia. His father was actually the coach, and uh, he received a scholarship to Georgia. He red he redshirted his freshman year. I don't remember, but he I don't think he. Got the playing time, so he transferred to Oklahoma, became the starting quarterback there, and his senior year was Rose Bowl MVP. Wow. Yeah, so pretty accomplished. He went on to be drafted, he was, I believe, by Cleveland, and then eventually he moved on to Jacksonville, and I don't know if he ever played. I mean, he knows more about I can't tell you everything, but he knows more about it. But I can't remember if he played, but he played. He was in the year league about five years before retiring. Wow. Yeah. So, so, you know, Eric was a football player as well oh, wow. for Notre Dame. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I would have been playing. A, yeah. I was the punter. Hey, you're on the team, man. Yep, on at, the at team. At least you weren't Rudy, right? Actually, the best yeah. thing is when people are run across people who don't like Notre Dame, I'm like, hey, I would have been your favorite guy. I'm yeah, yeah I'm, it, I'm just a punter. Kicking it to your most athletic <laughs> athlete. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to turn around. So then Nate got out of football and decided to start a restaurant. Well, it wasn't, I don't know if it went that way, but it went of, he was an athlete, so he wanted to try to eat healthy to nourish his body, but he wanted to get it quickly. And that was, at that time, you're going back in the, I guess, early 2000s, wasn't out there, it wasn't an option. So he took it upon himself. It was, to, it was just McDonald's and pretty fast much. food junk. Exactly. Yep. He took it amongst itself to pretty much start honing and, and got out and started working, you know, washing dishes, learning the restaurant business. Got out and worked for several different brands and just immersed himself in the restaurant industry to learn it for several years. And then from that point, um, he started um, working on recipes and had some people involved with him. He eventually 
from what I understand, he was in a minivan walking around with pots and pans to get investors, and he eventually succeeded, and here we are today. It's pretty pretty impressive that, you know, somebody who, you know, had the vision would start mm-hmm. out washing dishes and kind of operationally work different aspects yeah. of the Well, whole. he knew he had no background, so he had to pretty much learn it from the, from the bottom up. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and he worked for several different chains. Worked for, you know, he went everything from, I think, fast casual to fine dining. Mm-hmm. So he, he learned the, the gamut of the industry. So, how, how important is that for an entrepreneur who, who is in, has the vision? Yeah. I think it was pretty smart because a lot of people in this business, you know, they think the restaurant is a, business is glamorous. You know, it's, you know, you just open the doors and let it run itself, and that's not the case. Um, it's a lot of hard work. I mean, and a lot of people go in into it inexperienced, thinking they can just hire the right people, and that's, that's hard to do too. That's sort of a, a thing that people think they can do, but it doesn't always happen that way. So he was able to, to start it, but now he's been able to scale and the Chambly location is location number five, five in yes. Atlanta. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we started in 2014, and we're already up to five locations. Pretty much one a year. Actually, we're celebrating our fifth year anniversary uh, Friday tomorrow. Nice. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe I read somewhere that y'all actually have already started on a sixth location over by Chastain Park. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and a seventh one right behind that. So. So. Their plans. The plans are moving. Yeah, we're moving. Yeah, and they're also eventually uh, looking at sites outside the Atlanta market too in the southeast. But Chambly is a little different than your other four stores. Tell us why. Yes. One, uh, our first drive-through. Uh, that was a big deal for us because none of our stores have drive-throughs, and we were had never done a drive-through, so it was a new thing for us. But we knew in this area, with the uh, demographics we were looking at, it was necessary. It was also our first building that we built from the ground up. Most of our Current locations were existing locations we went in and renovated, or it was part of a shopping center built out. So this was our first from the ground up. Uh, so it was uh, a unique concept in that respect, where it was all new to us from that from that regard. What, what was the reason for coming to Chambly to, to do that? I mean, Atlanta is a big, sure, you know, metropolitan area. It was sort of, I guess, the next step for us. Uh, our current locations, you know, we have one in Buckhead or sort of Midtown. Uh, down on Peachtree, across from Piedmont Hospital. Our second location is in on Ponce de Leon, across from uh, Claremont Hotel. Um, so that's more downtown. Our third location um, is in Decatur, uh, right there across from Emory Hospital. And our fourth location is in West Midtown, sort of behind Atlantic Station, Ikea, over in that area. So I think the natural progression was to move a little further out, staying within the perimeter. And looking at different areas, uh, Shambly was the best fit for us. It was a growing area. A developing area, but at the same time, it sort of fit the demographics that we look for: millennials, young families, uh, disposable, high disposable income. And like I said, we saw the growth pattern, and uh, we're able to, you know, did, work it out. did some of that multifamily that's uh, recently been built and still being built in Chambly, Did that go into that decision making? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. I mean, because that brings a lot of bodies to the area. Exactly, and exactly. really walking distance to your location. Yeah, we see uh, in MARTA. I mean, that's another key for us, too. Uh, you know, we a lot of our team members use the MARTA system, so it works out well for us in terms of getting cli- uh, you know, uh, people in to, to work for us also. Tell us a little bit about the food. So you yes. mentioned, you know, healthy, yeah. stuff like that. We call it fresh food fast. Um, again, like I said, we're fast casual, so it's very quickly served. 
Um, it's prepared, all the food is prepared daily. Um, everything is made from scratch, uh, grilled proteins, uh, fresh fruits and vegetables, homemade dressings and sauces. But it's basically a pretty simple process. We, for people who first come in, we have to sort of educate a little bit and explain it. But it's basically a three-step process. So the first thing they do is choose what we call a style. That is either a bowl or a wrap. The bowl can be mixed greens, uh, jasmine brown rice, half and half for the people who can't decide, and that's our most popular option, or a flatbread wrap. And in that wrap, they can also have the greens and rice in there also. Then they choose a protein. Uh, the protein choices are uh, grilled chicken, grilled spicy chicken, grilled shrimp. And for the vegans and vegetarians, we have uh, <clears throat> excuse me, grilled portobello mushrooms and avocado, fresh avocado. Uh, so that goes on top of that. And then on top of that goes what we call the gusto. Uh, the gusto is basically a mix of fresh fruits and vegetables that are tossed in a homemade dressing. Um, each has a distinct international profile, flavor profile. It also comes uh, with a side of sauce and a garnish. So, for example, we have six choices, and they go anywhere from Mediterranean to Thai to Greek uh, to Tex-Mex to Korean barbecue to Japanese. So it's a vast array of flavors. It's not just like a Mexican, like a Chipotle, for example. Sure. Very interesting. It sounds like sounds like it's been a popular, you know, with with the amount you've been able to scale. It sounds like it's been very popular. Is that what you've seen at the other locations throughout the city? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, like I said, it's uh, it's a, it's an alternative. You know, it is healthy, fresh food, fast. We try not to identify it and label it as healthy because we want to put out disclaimers because there are you know some things that you know the caloric content is a little higher, but it is you know still vegetables, fruits, meats. And, and, and salads. What, what's our price point? What are we talking about for one of those bowls? One of those bowls starts at nine twenty-five, um, and then depending on when you get into the shrimp and portobello, it's a little more up to about eleven ninety-five. Okay. Yeah, and it also comes with one other thing I forgot to mention. It comes with a side of fr uh, fresh sweet potato chips that we make every day. Sweet potato chips. Sweet potato chips. Something Ooh, a little unique. I like sweet potato yeah. chips. And one other thing we do unique, a beverage-wise, we also do a fresh squeezed limeade. Okay. Something you don't find every day. Interesting. So to there's get, a few to like get said, away from the typical sodas that exactly. are really not good exactly for us. exactly. So we have like I said something that I think says size. We have the limeade, the sweet potato chips, and how how many fast casual places can you find grilled shrimp? Right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just not found. So, so the um, you've got the drive-through. You've mm -hmm. got the you know fast casual retail. Do you do catering? Is that we do we do that also? Yes, we just started that offer, and we do catering in all our locations. But we have a catering department, have a catering manager, assistant catering manager. They're out there beating the streets right now, and they're already doing. Uh, I think the first two weeks we did about five six thousand dollars in sales, uh, net sales, which was great for a good start. So the catering is done out of out each of, individual location rather yes. than just one location right. that's doing catering for right. all of Atlanta. Yes. Each location. That's unusual. Typically you see with the restaurants that do catering, they might right. have like one of their locations geared towards. Yeah, and it, you know, once we grow it may evolve into that, mm -hmm. like a catering hub maybe. Um, but right now it's it's worked real well and, and the stores that we have now are actually doing a very good job of catering. They're doing really good sales, so really high sales. So we're just starting out, so we're getting out in the market. Um, we have a sort of a territory guideline, but it'll be pretty a good bit of DeKalb County, pretty much. I want to ask about employees. You know, um, our country is at historic low unemployment, yeah. and you know, there. I mean, just about everyone who wants a job has a job. Um, opening this new store in Champlain, how difficult was it for you to get employees? I mean. 
was that a challenge because people have jobs or it's it's always a challenge but i mean there are jobs out there i mean um we try to treat it a little different i think we one thing we're big on as much as we're big on the food and, and the building and the environment um we sort of and let me explain i guess the best way for me to explain it to you is sort of how we treat our team members we treat them like family we have if you look a lot of like sort of a corporate structure of a company you know you got the CEOs at the top and, and, and the team members at the bottom. We sort of flip that. We put our we call our base team because it is the base of the pyramid, basically at the bottom. From that, it goes up to the local operating partners, to your management, up to your team members, to your guests. So if from there, if, if the local or excuse me, if the base team and support team are taking care of the operating partners, who are taking care of the managers, who are taking care of the members, the members will take care of the guests. And That's so, an interesting philosophy coming, yeah. you know, bottom up rather than top down. Right, right. We we found that's the way it has to be, and that's will that will, will attract team members. Um, they get people, they get buy in to hey, this is it's a different culture. It's not just a job. Right, it's a culture. It's different. It's unique. Uh, it's not what you find in the normal restaurant business, uh, and that's something we're trying to do. Besides just putting out a great food is uh, really take care of our team members and treat them like family. Do you find that because you have that culture that you have less turnover on employees? That's one part of the goal. Like, like uh, store number one was, you said Midtown? Is that where you said it was? Uh, that was Peachtree, yes. Sir. Peachtree. Yeah. So do we still have uh, team members from year one? We do, but, wow. but yeah, we that's do. That's awesome. Yeah, we do. A few, a few. Um, but like I said, that's just part of the business. Um, there's going to be turnover. It's, yeah. it's just That's probably one of the biggest, most critical components of the restaurant restaurants yeah it's just that's the way they are exactly exactly i mean today unfortunately we're in a time like you said where you can get a job and you know you don't like it you can go right down the street the next day and find a job yeah i mean that's just the way the restaurant business is let's cross our fingers and hope that continues for a while we hope so i mean we've already gone through we went through a little bit already a little bit of turnover just from the fact that you know you always have that opening uh part of where it's just some people it's a good fit some people it's not they'll find out real quick and we find out real quick and then we just keep i mean one thing i've learned in this business is you're always hiring Mm -hmm. every time you don't get complacent whatever you're always looking for a players you have the c players you try to mold into the b players the b players the a players but some c players you try to mold and that doesn't happen you know we move on and but we tr- we also try to do what we call exit interviews too. If somebody's leaving us, we want to sit down with them and have a talk with them. Why are you leaving? You know, what can we do to be better? Um, one other thing we do we don't do employee reviews. We do what we call herd sessions. Herd is a big uh, word for us. It's a mentality. Uh, it's part of our culture in terms of how we communicate. Did I get you? I hear you. I got you. Um, and so we don't call it. An, uh, team member employee review we call it a herd session which basically means we sit down and we basically have a conversation like we are right now it's a two-way conversation it's not just me talking to you and telling me telling you here's your good points here's the bad points it's tell us what we can do to make you better and vice versa sounds like some oklahoma sooner terminology there <laughs> maybe he's bringing that back from maybe, Midwest, maybe you know? that college uh, football mentality maybe that's part i tell of you what i want to kind of apply for a job <laughs> <laughs> well you think i mean growing organization they're expanding restaurant by year yeah. they've got plants yeah. for the southeast if you're an employee and you're career-minded yeah oh yeah you know, you've been on the ground floor of, what, of, of the next chick-fil-a similar to it's, what nate did you know yeah, work it's, in the kitchen it's what attracted me to it i mean yeah. you know i was looking for an opportunity where i could grow 
uh, have an opportunity to basically have like ownership mentality, uh, which they pretty much let you. It's your business to run. They're there to help you and support you, but it's your business. You make the decisions for the most part um, based on, you know, their parameters. But at the same time, yeah, it's a great opportunity for people who want to establish a career in the business. Like you said, it's uh, ground floor, brand new, expanding and growing. Um, and it's a different concept and it's a good culture and um, it's, it's openly. And that's one big thing that it's a passion of mine. And another thing that I liked about this company was it's one of their passions is growing and developing talent. Um, you know, that's a big thing is I'm trying to develop people under me to take my position and vice versa so on and so forth down the road mm -hmm. so we want to get team members already we're working with team members to convert and train and coach into shift lead positions and management positions um so it's an ongoing process it's you know constantly training developing coaching and honing people uh to move up into within the company that's how you grow the company well we're almost up to our break for our commercial but before we do i want to talk just one more second about the drive-through since this is different now sure. you've been open for a couple of weeks now as of uh today's recording and um what have you seen out of that drive-through is it working is it you know do you have you had to tweak some in the beginning here a little um you know again it was brand new for us so we weren't really sure going into it what was going to happen we had a whole nother new POS system that we had to put into the system that we didn't have in our other stores. So that was the learning curve there. Um, beyond that, it was just more of we had a sort of a script, the people in place. We went through, uh, in fact, we did some training pre-opening where we had the chamber members yeah. got an invite and we ran them through the drive-through during lunch for a couple of days just to give us some guinea pigs basically to come through and, and, and uh, see how it worked in it. Thank but, you, Shambly Chamber of Commerce. Yes, yes. Well, it was free food for them, so I'm sure they didn't mind. Uh, but it was good for us because it gave us, you know, the opportunity to, to hone it and work on it. Um, and then from that point, it's been pretty smooth. Like I said, we haven't been overwhelmed. Um, the parking lot is not perfect. It's a little difficult for people to park. That's probably our biggest disadvantage right now. It's a but small lot. It's a small lot, yeah. But we also have the road down in the Texaco parking lot that we share with them, so we worked that out. Um, and then, you know, you have, of course, it's not – convenient but you do have the lows across the street and the whole i was going to say for our listeners who may not know exactly where you're at you're located right across from the lows on peachtree boulevard right. uh, so right as you come into shambly right and right next to the whole food shopping center whole food yeah. shopping mm -hmm. center right yeah but but again like i said it's the drive-through so far is accounted for about 35 40 percent of our sales and um it's right now, it's been very smooth. We haven't had any backups or long lines going out on the Peachtree uh, Road Boulevard. Um, so I feel like so far we've doing, we're knocking out of the park pretty well. Good. Well, Eric, we uh, have to come up to our break, but guess what? We have exciting news. What's that? We have a new sponsor at Between Two Trains, the Shambly Ace Hardware, is uh, coming on board to be a partner with Between Two Trains, and they have donated a gift card that we are going to give to Bobby if he can answer some questions right after the break. Stay tuned from, to hear from our other sponsors, and we'll be right back. Looking for an affordable, functional, and creative space to work? Check out 3411 Coworking in downtown Chambly. They have flexible month-to-month -month office space options that include fiber internet, meeting rooms, printing, coffee, snacks, and networking events. 3411 Coworking is the perfect place for entrepreneurs, remote workers, and small business owners looking for a one-stop shop for your professional needs. 
Stop by for a tour Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and see how 3411 Coworking can work for you. All right, welcome back to Between Two Trains. So we uh, come to you twice a month from the beautiful studios at uh, 3411 Coworking on Pierce Drive. If you need office space, come check them out. They're a great location. And as I mentioned before the break, we have a new sponsor, the Shambly Ace Hardware. Of course, you know Ace is the place for the help for hardware folks. You know that slogan, right, Eric? I do. Yeah. So go see Brian, Stacy, and the rest of the awesome staff at Ace for your next home project. So, Eric, here are the rules. You're going to give Bobby some questions. You're going to give him three answers to select from. If he answers it correct, if he answers two of the three questions or three of the three questions, he will win this beautiful gift card from Ace Hardware. You ready to go, Bobby? You ready? Yeah, I need a blower, so let's go. (laughs) You need a blow. Well, yeah. you can go into right. Ace Hardware at in Chambly Plaza, um, and uh, located right there on Peachtree Boulevard, just down the street from you, and get that blower and use this gift card to do it. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Uh, this portion is going to be about what do you know about the word gusto? Appropriate. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to I'll trying to be on topic. So, a 1970s radio campaign titled "Go for the Gusto." was for which organization? Either A, a Nike commercial that was discarded and replaced with the phrase, just do it. B, a series of beer commercials for Schlitz beer. Or C, a marketing slogan by Stone Mountain Park to get people to climb up the mountain. Let's go with B. He is correct. He is wow. correct. The Schlitz beer goes That's to the right. In the seventies, you remember those beer commercials? My dad in the 70s? used to drink Schlitz. That's Schlitz how beer. I heard that. Now, here's an interesting fact, Eric. So okay. that commercial was a big flop for Schlitz, and it actually pushed. They used to be the number two beer manufacturer in America in the seventies, and after that campaign, they lost the number two rank. You're telling me they Schlitzed from the top? They they did not have the gusto. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. All right, question number two, one for one. That's a great start. Coming hot out of the gate. (laughs) All right, question number two for Bobby. Which of these quotes from famous people are real? Julia Child said, People who are not interested in food always seem rather dry and unloving and don't have a real gusto for life. Option B, actress Christy Alley said, I failed at marriage but I'd rather go into anything with gusto and fail than to go into it half-assed. Or C, Weird Al Yankovic said, now's the time to go for all the gusto you can grab. You'll have plenty of time to be low-key when you're laid out on the slab. Wow, okay. that's, that's a tough one. Which celebrities use the word gusto? Yeah, I was going to say all three of those sound like they, something they would say, but... Let's go for Julia Child. You are correct. It actually is all three. Oh, well, they are fantastic. all real statements. <laughs> oh, wow. I was gonna say it sounded just like something they would say. So fantastic. Yes. Great. Why well, you can't go wrong there? That's <laughs> a, yeah. All right. Last but not least, let's go for this perfect run here. Sure. With Bobby from Gusto, the word Gusto is best known for which of these? What a tugboat captain. What tugboat captains have to do when their friend Gus's boat breaks down. <laughs> Option what, B. What was that? Who came up with that? What was that? <laughs> what tugboat captains what? What tugboat captains have to do 
when their friend Gus's boat breaks down. Okay. All right, go for it. Option B, the name of my third cousin on my mother's side. Is his name Gusto? Well, that's an option. Ooh. Or C, an Atlanta-based fast casual restaurant. Ooh, I don't know. If I, get, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to go with C. <laughs> There we go. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> well, perfect. The, perfect. the best known name of the word gusto is a fast casual restaurant like in Atlanta it. Marketplace. Nice. So thank you, Bobby. You yeah. win the Ace Appreciate gift card. Go buy that blower buy from that blower. Ace and make sure you step in. Uh, on that, you see Brian's card there. Is go say say hello to Brian Fisk, the Look owner. Look forward to meeting Brian. Um, and uh, check that out. Sounds so. good. Everyone Appreciate knows it. the rules. Three for three. He gets three the card. Three for three, yeah. yeah. Nice. What do you think? I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. At least we started coming out of the gate. We came out with Gusto. Gusto. Yeah, we I came like out that. of the gate with our new game with <laughs> <Yeah>. Gusto. <laughs> Live life with Gusto. <laughs> so, uh, Bobby, um, you know, before we end the episode, you know, tell us uh, what do you want out of this partnership with Chambly, you know, I mean, where do you see it going? Well, we've already made some inroads. We, we look at it, like I said, we don't, we don't want to just look at it as a restaurant is serving the community good food. Uh, we want to be a partner in the community. We were already involved with some nonprofits. Um, we're doing, uh, in fact, um, I know y'all did something with the chamber. Y'all right. uh, served food at one of their events. We did. We did. One of their first uh, Shamley City events. Uh, it was like Meet the City of Shamley yeah. People. Yeah. Um, we also are already involved with Angel Flights here in DeKalb County yeah. at the airport. Um, we're doing, a, in fact, um, as part of our fifth anniversary party this Friday, uh, a certain percentage of our proceeds for sales that day will be donated to them. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so we're already involved with them and doing some things with them. And we have several other nonprofits we're starting to align ourselves with and be involved with. Uh, we also are very involved with the community in terms of churches, schools, uh, swimming tennis sports. Clubs. Yes, all those, all those. Oh, I see. Eric, uh, I see spirit. a new partner for yeah. the Huntley Hills Swim and Tennis Club. Well, yeah. we've actually already talked to people at Huntley Hills. We're already you? on the. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're already on the map. So yeah, okay. we're definitely involved with that. So if uh, someone wants to cater their kid's birthday or whatever event they have. Um, is there a phone number they should call or just stop by the store? Just or stop by the, ask for Brittany Allison, who is our catering manager okay. or Chad Goff, who is our assistant catering manager and they can help you. Just come by the store and they can come by the store down. or, uh, call the number. Of course you can ask me a number and I don't have can my you, phone can with you me. Can you just do it online? Is there a you can, website? You, you can actually go online. Yes. What's, also, that, what's, what, what's your gusto.com? What's your gusto.com. You got I it. I like that. Yeah. That's a great URL. Definitely, thank you, Eric. Uh, any parting words from Chase Bank? I can't wait. Well, I can't. I can't wait to try. I can't wait to try it. I've tr I've had it. We've, it's really good. We've got a Chase Bank location, essentially diagonal across the street, across yeah. the street. and um, and I bank at Chase too. So even right. better, even better. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go go into that branch and uh, tell the team there that uh, when they get their little lunch break, just definitely. Uh, just walk across the street and go get go get some food. Go ask for Bobby. Sounds good, yes. Glad, glad to meet him. Thank you, Bobby, so much Appreciate for coming it. on the show. Um, and uh, those listening, uh, if you are listening on your computer, great. If you want to listen to us in your car, you just open up any of your favorite podcasting apps, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. We're on all of those. And check us out. 
And we will be back in two weeks with another great entrepreneur on Between Two Trains. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you.